Welcome to the Do What You Love podcast, a podcast with a mixture of personal development and career advice to help you reach your full potential. Now over to your host, Life Purpose Champion, Amanda Heal. Welcome to another episode of the Do What You Love podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Heal. This is part two of my series on values in which I speak to Jackie Lefebvre from Magma Effect. Now, in part one, I spoke to Jackie about the importance of knowing what our values are. And in this part of the series, I talked to Jackie about how we can discover our personal values. So how do we how do we find out what our values are then? Okay, so values are in the unconscious, they're in the limbic system, and there's no vocabulary there, which means that our values don't naturally exist in the form of words. Mm-hmm. They exist as feelings, as things we are drawn towards and things we are repelled by. Hmm. So I say to people often, it's literally about what's hot and what's not hot. Hmm. One way to do it is to think back over your absolute peak moment may have been in work it may be in study it may have been with a friendship group it may be have been by yourself but just those moments where you think back and you think oh that was so good I loved that Mm. I just wish every day could be like that Mm -hmm. reflect on that and figure out what were the beating heart of that sensation of it being really really great so like yourself I do some speaking And I happen to know, because I have a copy of my values profile, that one of my high priority values is transformative communication, which is sharing ideas and thoughts with people in such a way as they are equipped then to think about things in a new way. So that explains why I love public speaking so much. Mm. I was um, chatting with a guy um, a few weeks ago now. He'd done his values profile, but I hadn't given him the results yet. And we were in a round table situation and I was just saying to everybody, okay, tell me, just recall a moment that was great. A moment that you just thought, oh yeah, love this, love this, love this, love this, love this. Um, Mm. And got round to Michael and Michael went, oh, he said, you know, when you're running training and you're trying to get something across it, it's a bit complicated. And then you look at people and all of a sudden the light goes on in in their eyes and you think, oh yeah, you got it. You got Mm. it. He said, I love that. So I said to him, I've seen your values profile. You haven't yet. I'm not surprised that moment is hot for you because you've got transformative communication at number one. So Mm. it's when our highest priority values are alive in the moment that we feel most alive. We feel Mm. most present. We feel we have a greater sense of agency, this, this idea of personal power that we feel full of the resources that we need to not just survive but thrive mm-hmm. in that moment. Psychologists say that our values are very closely interwoven with our sense of self. Mm-hmm. They kind of form almost like the neck of an hourglass through which information flows into us from the outside world and we make sense of it for who we are in our world. So they're a sense-making framework. And because they're a sense-making framework, so they, they filter out things that have no meaning for us and get us to focus on the stuff that's most significant, that's how they can then drive our behavior. They shape our decisions. Because ah. our question is, what does somebody like me do in a situation like this? And the answer is, a person like me does X. 
not why. You were talking about a values profile. How do you get one of those? You can get one of those in a number of different ways. There are a few um, free online profiling tools Mm -hmm. that are out there. Things like the Personal Values Profiler, which is a product of Barrett Values Center. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's also Martin Seligman's Values in Action Profiler, which is is more about signature strengths than it is about values per se, but it's got a values dimension to it. The one that I work with is called the Manessence Values Framework, and there is a link to that on my website if anybody would like to have a look at that. I'll post that in the show notes. That's super. Thank you very much indeed. And that enables you to undertake an inventory of your values. So it gives you the opportunity to explore within the Manessence Values Framework, which contains 128 different and distinct human values, which ones are front of mind, which ones are top of the pile for you at this time. So some of those other values frameworks I mentioned earlier, the free ones, tend to be a lot shorter. So the Barrett one, I think, has got 58 values in it or 60 values in it. And in my opinion, to be really useful, you want as fine a level of detail on the values that are significant for you as you can possibly get to. So some of the other profilers will will give you a report and kind of go, Jackie, your number one value is communication, but it won't then explain what communication means in that sense. Whereas if you go to the Manessence thing, I know that it's transformative communication. So it's particularly communication about sharing messages in such a way that people then are able to pick them up and work with them, which is different to just transmitting information. You can use the tool, go all the way through to the end. And if you don't like it for whatever reason, or it doesn't feel interesting for whatever reason, that doesn't cost any money. You don't have to take it any further. Another way that A lot of coaches encourage people to do it is by reflecting. So sitting with a pen and a piece of paper or sitting with a dictaphone or whatever it happens to be and thinking back over, you know, those times when your heart sings and the the things that make your heart sink. Mm. Because if something makes your heart sink, the likelihood is it dishonors high priority values for you. And that's why you feel so passionately angry or passionately repulsed by whatever the thing happens to be. Yeah. The problem with reflective exercises or the limitation with reflective exercises is that you can only put onto the piece of paper ideas that you already have words for. Yes. So you get limited to things you already know. Because values are abstract and they don't exist in vocabulary, that means that you will get a version of the truth, but not the whole truth necessarily, because there's be some things in there that that you don't have a language for. And that's what happens when we get into things like focus groups inside organisations and a focus group is put together to come up with the values that should be put onto the plaque behind reception, whatever it happens to be. You're limited to ideas that people have got language for. And also, as human beings, we're interest, We're really interesting animals, human beings. We're wired to connect. We're social, which means that when somebody puts us on the spot or when we put ourselves on the spot and say, well, what are my values? I'm going to write a list. We're vulnerable to a thing called social desirability bias, where even though we don't realize we're doing it, 
we're painting a picture of ourselves that we think will make us acceptable to other people. Oh, because everyone so we're doing wants to a, be honest yeah. and have integrity and, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the number of times there isn't even in the Manessence Values Framework a value called integrity mm. because integrity is not a value in that sense. It's a practice. Yep. It's, a, it's the practice of being true to the things that actually matter. So, yeah, that, you're absolutely right. We come... Yeah, in focus groups, what I generally find people say is integrity, trust, honesty, respect. And in just thinking, well, yeah, but surely if you have to shine a light on that, then there's a bigger problem hmm. because that should be taken for granted. Yes. <laughs> just being a decent human being walking through the world. So, yeah, it's vulnerable to social desirability bias. And without realizing it, we produce uh, an edited version of ourselves so you know values one of the things I say a lot is values are the why behind the what that we do yeah do we do stuff why did we do that the answers in our values so if you're really interested in the answer I think it's worth getting a good quality tool I've done both as a coach and as a client I've done your tool which I found very helpful and I also did the reflective exercises and also just choosing words from a list. And to be perfectly honest, I actually found your tool the most helpful. One, because it gave me examples and, and words for things that I wasn't quite sure how to put into words. And it also allowed me to prioritise the values, not just in a big long list of 100 words. It, it put things down into manageable bite-sized pieces. I actually really did enjoy that that tool and do recommend it for anyone who wants to to try it out. And I will put the link in the show notes. There's still a lot more to say about values. So in part three of this series, I will talk to Jackie about the studies which have been conducted that show the impact that values have on our well-being and self-esteem. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Do What You Love podcast. Until next time, have a great day and do what you love. You've been listening to the Do What You Love podcast with Amanda Heal. Feeling unfulfilled and frustrated and unclear what to do next? Access Amanda's Are You Living Out Your Purpose quiz and resources to get you started on your journey to doing what you love at www.purposevisionfuture.com. That's purposevisionfuture.com.